0: Welcome to the Manage My Wedding Podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life, and you deserve to feel supported and organized when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Manage My Wedding Podcast. Welcome back. Today, I've got a guest joining me on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about Her wedding and her wedding experience but I'll leave that to her. Now if you have not got your hands on the Manage My Wedding free ebook it is my top 101 wedding tips and I can assure you that there are tips in there that you would never have thought of and that nobody is going to tell you. So if you would like a copy you can either DM me on Instagram at Manage My Wedding or you can go straight to managemywedding.com and you can download the ebook there. But it's definitely an ebook that you want that's going to really help you with your wedding plans. But now let's get into the podcast. Today, Anna Dang is joining me on the podcast to tell us her wedding story. Now, Anna planned her wedding in just six weeks which is very impressive, I must say. I'm also looking forward to hearing a story because Anna, I'm guessing, had a very large wedding being
1: Vietnamese. So welcome to the podcast, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. It was a very, very long time ago, so I hope I can draw all those juicy details for you. How long ago? I would say... 2005, um, okay. I think it was. Well, Yeah, so quite a long time. But you know what? Weddings haven't really
0: changed in that time. The look of them might have changed to go with the fashion or whatever, but they still run exactly the
1: same. <laughs> oh, I absolutely agree. And that ties into, I guess, keeping to you know the simpleness of the tradition and the cultures and what it's all about in terms of bringing people together. Yeah. Now
0: you are the first person on the podcast that not just like I've had people on the podcast that have organized their weddings in like five weeks and stuff, but only ones that have eloped.
1: (laughs) So you (laughs) are (laughs) the first (laughs) one on here that did it in six weeks, but didn't elope. (laughs) So I have to say I didn't elope, although in hindsight, maybe I wish I did. And and you know, you you are right in that sense. You introduced me in the intro as, you know, probably having a big wedding that I had to organize within the six weeks. But it was actually quite a small wedding coming from an Asian ethnic background and Mm. I have to honestly say that those six weeks was not all led by me. I yeah. had a great deal of help from my family, in particular my sisters, to help drive that. But a bit of background and a bit of context, the reason why it was planned in six weeks mm-hmm. was because it was a shotgun wedding. <laughs> so I was actually 18 at the time. Wow. And I had been with my... First boyfriend who I had met when I was 13 going on 14, and um, he was a family friend. So he was my first boyfriend. We had been dating for a number of years, and 18 was my first year out of school. And we actually wanted to get engaged later on in that year, um, save up um, for the wedding, obviously, and actually plan it, and then get married when I was 21. And unfortunately, the or well actually fortunately I should say the universe had a mind of its own and I fell pregnant I was blessed with you know my beautiful daughter and culturally my boyfriend now husband at the time in his family thought that he that it would be the right thing to obviously honor our cultures my family my parents but also to uphold what I guess a lot of Asian ethnic backgrounds would call face within the family, um, by asking formally for my hand in marriage. So that's, I guess the fundamental reason why (laughs) the wedding had to be planned in six weeks because it fell in, I guess the right timing and the right date when it comes to that cosmicness, because my husband's mum is really quite traditional when it comes to, it has to be on a certain day to bring you good fortune, to bring you luck, all of those fields. So the planning process, because I knew nothing about weddings. I was like 18. Yeah, you're a kid. Um, Yeah, I wasn't. I've always been quite mature, but I didn't know how to plan a wedding and only my eldest sister at the time was married and I'm the youngest of four children and no one else had wedding experience. So my eldest sister took the lead. She is the second mom figure in the family and she then delegated a lot to my sister, some of the logistics to my brother, and she fortunately left most of the easy stuff to me. And um, the planning in six weeks actually went a lot more smoothly than I imagined. I think the hardest bit was finding a venue that was yeah. available to cater for us in such a short time frame. And we were pretty lucky because we, we were offered an, a cancellation. If not, I don't think the wedding would have gone ahead in, in that time frame. Yeah. So yeah. you were high school sweethearts. Yes, oh, I know. My first beautiful. boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and you're still married. So how I lovely. Know. And I laugh about it all the time.
0: Yeah. I love it. How yeah. many weeks pregnant were you when you got married?
1: Oh, I reckon I would have been close to about four and a half months. Okay. So a little bit more juicy gossip would be that I actually didn't know I was pregnant until about, I think... Almost 12, 13 weeks.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you probably and- weren't
0: expecting it, right?
1: No, I wasn't expecting it. And between us ladies, like I, I was still having my monthlies as well. So I just, that was probably the main reason why I didn't, I didn't know that I was pregnant. So it was a real shock and a real surprise. Yeah. Yeah. In regard to that. So wow,
0: (laughs) good on you though, for, you know, just going with it and pulling it all together and going with the flow. How many people were at your wedding?
1: So traditionally, Vietnamese, Chinese, Asian weddings are massive. We would have anywhere from about, you know, a small scale wedding would be 300-ish to anywhere up to five, 600. My wedding sat roughly about 250 guests. And they're, they're, I remember that quite vividly because that was the minimum commitment that we had to make to the venue to be able to secure it. So whether or not we had 250 guests attend or not, yeah. we were going to get billed for that. But fortunately, being Asian weddings are traditionally quite large, there was no problem in fulfilling that. We probably had more guests to invite, but given the short time frame, some people had other events or weddings also. So not everyone we wanted to be there on the night was able to attend for that reason.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you live in Sydney, I'm guessing you were still in Sydney then, were you? Yes. So you got married in Sydney?
1: Yes, got married in Sydney, still in Sydney, yes.
0: Whereabouts did you get
1: married? So the restaurant still exists, but it's on under different ownership, and it was called the Golden Golden Palace. And a lot of the, I guess, traditional Asian weddings, very much around venues where we offer banquets. So I don't know if you've ever been to an Asian wedding, but if I look at the major difference between Western weddings, you at Western weddings you get an entree, a main, and a dinner. So I mean. In a dessert at Asian weddings, it's like 10 to 12 courses. Yeah. (laughs) It (laughs) doesn't um, stop, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. And it's very, very much ties into our culture around abundance. Mm -hmm. and around you know setting that ambience of um, that element of human connection that happens around food you know that happens around I guess the flow of alcohol but also dance and music as well so that venue still exists it's just I think a different a different name and different ownership now yeah
0: did you have any western traditions in the wedding or mostly you went with your culture
1: I didn't have any Western traditions, partly probably because I think my sisters planned in and I I have to be really honest. I, at that time of being 18, I really didn't know what the differences were in terms of what to expect yeah. under a Western wedding versus sort of an Eastern Asian influence wedding. Yeah. And it was all cultural. So a bit of, I guess, background to Vietnamese and Chinese wedding is that it's very heavily focused around the traditions of what we call a Chinese tea ceremony. Now, the tea ceremony is an opportunity for the bride and the groom to be able to serve tea to the elders within their family, grandparents, parents on each side, and key significant family members. And it's almost a way where The serving of the tea and the sipping of the tea is the acknowledgement, the acceptance that the two families are brought together to form a union that is meaningful, that is accepted, and that there's offerings to be given on both sides. To set the scene to a tea ceremony, what happens on the day of the wedding is that the formalities actually begin with the groom who arrives at the bride's parents' home Mm -hmm. and his side of the family quite often come with what they call dowries. Now, if you don't know what dowries are, the easiest way that I can explain it is their, their gifts, their like peace offerings. And in our culture, it signifies prosperity. It also signifies good health, good intent, but it's also a way for the bride's family to feel comforted and rest assured that their daughter is going to be looked after by not only the husband, mm-hmm. but also the family. And a lot of the Asian weddings also set around this beautiful color theme of red. So red mm-hmm. in our culture is considered extremely good luck. And it's also aligned with dragon dancing as yeah. well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a it's 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 a huge part of the day itself. And that's a tradition that, you know. I look forward to bringing to my kids when they get married and you know it's only when I got married and now as an adult that I sort of truly understand what that means and the significance of it and I definitely don't want to lose that tradition when my kids get married.
0: It's beautiful I love it it's so um, I love how it's so welcoming and accepting of both families it is very very nice I wish we did more of it actually in, in the western style weddings I mean <laughs> we do give away and hand over and those types, certain things but the culture in Asian influenced weddings is beautiful I very very much love it very much now tell me you said your sister took the lead yes so <laughs> so was she stressed? Because six weeks isn't long. Oh, were you stressed you know, or were you okay because she was just
1: off, on, off and away? I didn't know what to expect. So to be honest, I didn't feel stressed. And my sister is extremely organised and she's always taken the lead for my parents, being that my parents were migrants who came over and don't speak very good English. She usually held a lot of the family affairs. So I definitely didn't see her stress (laughs) and she was wonderful to be able to lead that for me and not make me feel stressed. It was pretty much this is what's done. This is what's set. This is where you need to be. This is a time you need to be there. This is a day you need to be there. And this is what you need to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. And being younger, you probably were okay with that and being I was, I definitely was. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I was just like, whatever you want, just tell me what you want. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a good time? Did you have a great time? I did. But also in hindsight, there's a lot of things that I would, I would change, but I guess that's also because I'm, I'm now older. I'm more well seasoned and, and I have a lot more life experience, but Of course, I had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. I had my friends, I had my family, you know, there was just so much abundance on that day. If anything, I think I am naturally an introvert. So I was very embarrassed at a lot of moments throughout the day because I had all of that attention on me, all of the limelight on me. and, And a lot of the times I got quite shy uh, and I, I definitely think the the first dance. Oh my god! Like I just wanted to crawl into a hole because all of the eyes were on me. But you also get lost in that moment of magic when you also forget everyone else is in the room with you. Yeah, that's but, a beautiful moment. Yeah, <laughs> <And> they're, nice <laughs> it is. they're nice moments.
0: they're nice moments. I always tell people on their wedding day to take time out and be alone for a few minutes because yes. it is so overwhelming and. You don't sometimes get a moment with your partner at all. <laughs> but I know when I got married, I mean, I'm, I could be quite an extrovert. As I'm getting older, I'm becoming more of an introvert. <laughs> but when I was younger and when I got married, I was an extrovert. And I even was like, at, I remember going up to my husband <laughs> towards <laughs> the end of the night and I think there was like an hour left and I was like, I cannot wait to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> like if I have to talk to another person, yes, <laughs> and, yes, and everyone says, and it did. It went so fast, and I definitely like felt how quick the night went. But it's so
1: it is exhausting. It's full on. It is absolutely exhausting, and you know I can't remember if we had heaps of moments to ourselves, but I do remember. That the feel of the day felt calm and it felt at ease. And I think a lot of that came down to a lot of what played a part within, in terms of the organization that my family helped me out with. But it all comes down to how you set your intentions for the day to feel even if things don't go yeah. to plan um, or even if you're tired or, you know, you're hungry or you're irritable um, or you don't want to talk to another person, it is definitely a day where a lot happens, but it's, it's, it, is, it is magic. It definitely yeah. is magic. Absolutely
0: it is. But it's so true what you just said. Like, you know, if you are a stressed out bride and you are stressed that something's going to go wrong, it is going to go wrong. It's just how it <laughs> yes. is, you know. So you were calm. You enjoyed the day. I, it's so good that you did because you had a lot of people <laughs> and it was a quick turnaround, <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> yes, yes. Would you change? What would you change? If someone said you could change something today, what would it be
1: about your wedding? They're like, oh. you're going to have another run. What would be the one thing? This might seem like an unusual answer, right? But I would have, the thing that I would have changed is I wouldn't have gotten married. <laughs> You're probably thinking, what? <laughs> Let me explain, ladies. Let me explain, yeah. all right? Before you think I'm, um, I'm you, know, you know, got cold feet and running away on my yeah. wedding day. The wedding, my husband asking for my hand in marriage, even though we were going to get engaged at the end of the year, didn't come from us. It came from, you know, his parents wanting to honor my parents and my family. So if there was, you know, anything that I could change or I guess any advice that I could give to those who are planning their wedding or thinking of getting married is make the wedding about you. You know, very often there are so many external factors that we've got to consider and think about. And it very easily moves us away from the reasons and the true purpose of why we're we're choosing to get married or to be together in the first place. And then it becomes very easy for us to get caught up in the whole Commercialization of planning a wedding. And then that obviously has impacts on how we feel. It has impacts on the, you know, the finances or the money that we input into a wedding. So the reason why I say that the one thing that I would change is that I wouldn't have gotten married is because I would have loved the opportunity to be able to plan it on our terms, you know, to to have the details that we wanted to be able to create, I guess, the intimacy that we wanted for the day. And it's not that we didn't have that, but I, I guess in hindsight, it wasn't something that we completely owned. And I guess that piece of advice would also relate and resonate with those who are who are planning their wedding now, make that wedding about you and and your partner. It's not about pleasing your guests or pleasing your parents or pleasing the family and friends that are coming. And those, I guess, factors I find is what sometimes ends up ruining a wedding. When you move away from the focus that the people that you're there for is the bride and groom, it's not anyone else. So that's why I would have, you know, preferred to probably have not gotten married. And if I did, if I ever relive that experience I would do it on my terms and remember that it is about my partner and I and the intimacy that we want to create and share with those that are our family and friends um, and our loved ones that we, we want there on the day mm. so I'm not doing a runner guys I'm not leaving my <laughs> husband <laughs> oh no and
0: I explain that so uh. beautifully I would I wish I could just box up what you just said Actually, I will be boxing up that. (laughs) I will be sharing (laughs) that exact little verse you just gave them because it is something that I stress a lot to bridal couples on the podcast and that is that it is about you and your partner and don't lose sight of that. Yes. And, you know, right now we're in COVID-19 and a lot of people are choosing to elope and they're so happy at the end because they actually yep. just focus. It's on about themselves, them. yeah. And it was—it's completely Absolutely. about them and nobody else. So, you know, just everyone has to remember that. And yeah, we are always going to upset people when we sometimes do that, but they forget. You know, they
1: forget. They down do. The track. And if they don't, too bad. Like it was your day, and that's all that matters. That's right, because that's one day in your life that is your day. Yeah. And if you can't remember that day being about you and your partner, then it becomes a very, you know, an uneventful occasion and a memory for you. Absolutely. So I, I, def, I definitely agree, keeping that intimacy and keeping it all about you
0: Yeah, and your partner. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I think you need a vow renewal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a good idea. I'll have to... I have to I have to double check, you know, a, a milestone anniversary for us, and uh, do that so I can have the opportunity to plan it.
0: Yeah, ah. definitely. So you've been married now fifteen years, right?
1: Yeah, if that was yeah you know, two thousand five, yes, yeah. Yes. But we we've been together for so long as well. So I guess it's really funny because when you're with someone for such a long a long time, you don't even think about renewing your vows but that that's a wonderful idea I've never even thought about it (laughs) you get the wedding of your dreams Anna yes 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 absolutely (laughs) I love thank you for that
0: (laughs) that's my tip to you (laughs) yes (laughs) I was going to ask you what your number one tip and advice would be but you gave it so beautifully then I don't even have to ask you because it you're what you just said to everyone listening is just perfect. So, thank you. Well, for I hope,
1: sharing I hope, your hope the ladies listening get something um, out of that, and just remember that you know weddings don't have to be so over inflated mm-hmm. and, and glamorous and commercialized because it's have got to go back to that raw that raw honest state, mm-hmm. and that's what makes the memories and make it makes it really touching and inviting for everyone. Yeah. And the weddings that people
0: remember the most are the weddings where they're like, wow, they were really in love. Yes. Like they're yes. the weddings that people really, really feel invested in when they're there because that's that makes the wedding so much better, more than, you know, all those Pinterest-looking things that you went and in, invested in.
1: <laughs> oh, I absolutely <laughs> agree. So oh, thank you for that. being
0: so honest and sharing your story with us because you were very honest and uh, I very much appreciate that, and I'm happy in 15
1: years. <laughs> now you are so very welcome. Please um, just keep it on the download that I did not want to marry my husband on the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, this is an international podcast. <laughs> <laughs> could
0: not let, you you let your husband listen. No, <laughs> no way, no. But I, I will get it. I totally get it. Why you say that? And it's a beautiful reason why. Actually, it's, it's great, and it's very honest. Now, before we go, I always I always love to share with the listeners, other people's businesses. And although your business isn't wedding related, you do have a business called Food Feddy. Do you want to tell everyone about it? Because it's such a great little business. Or it's not even, I wouldn't say little, it's going to grow and you're very passionate about it. So tell us about it. I
1: love it. So one of my big loves in life is food. And the reason why I love food is because it has this amazing, amazing ability to create human connection. It's universal. You don't have to speak the language. So naturally what I do in my business is I call myself the official food dealer, where I help busy moms <laughs> learn how to repurpose meals, save time and reduce food waste through meal planning and it's one of the things that brings me a lot of joy because I'm able to create that connection through food with the people who I served.
0: Mm, I love that. I love food too and <laughs> I'm a massive meal prepper, like I meal prep a month in advance at the start of the month, every month, because it makes life so much easier and we eat better as well. Yes. And I actually... flashing is my favourite technique. It's the best. And I did it even before kids. I always loved to be super (laughs) organised, which is probably why I'm in events.
1: But everyone, if you want to check it out, where can
0: they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at foodfetty underscore and I would love for any beautiful ladies to come on over and hang out with me and don't be afraid to slide into my DMs and say, hello, I love me some direct voice messages.
0: And you are funny. Like you need to say <laughs> Anna, because one, she makes amazing food. Oh, amazing. But you are funny. Like <laughs> you
1: mm. are really funny. I love watching you. So thank you. My my uh, hubby and kids think I'm a little bit embarrassing. I am so not a cool mum but I will take that funny, oh, funny badge. Cool. I think you're cool.
0: <laughs> kids never think we're cool, right? Well, actually,
1: no, they don't. they're like
0: three and five, so they think I'm
1: cool because they don't know any different, but they won't think I'm cool for much longer, I'm sure. Got, You've got to base it in that. I've got teenagers who totally think I'm not cool <laughs> oh, at all.
0: <laughs> We've got that to come. No, thank you so much, Anna. It was great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I thank you so much. Oh, what a a joy she is, isn't she? She's just so wonderful to talk to and to hear her story and her raw honesty and her definite tips. They were like definitely one that you need to listen to again and again because they're so important. But I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you found today's podcast useful, I would love to hear from you. Simply leave a review in Apple Podcasts app or Stitcher and you'll automatically go in the draw to win one of my $100 bridal packs full of wedding day goodies. And if you leave a review on the Manage My Wedding app and the Facebook page and you have three entries, so that'll triple your chances of winning. And also remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to hear the new episode each Monday morning. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams.